0: You are now tuned into The Tribe, where we share our passion in reviewing music and give you opinions we know you didn't ask for. I'm Marone, joined by my co-hosts, Dylan and Denzel. Please make sure to follow the tempo of our show today. To the tribe, everybody. This is uh your host for the evening. This is Maron. was good? And I want to introduce my co-host Dylan. Say what's up to the people.
1: What's up, y'all? This is Dylan, aka DJ. Holla at your boy. It's your yeah, birthday. Episode. Let's get it. Welcome. Yes,
0: the birthday boy himself. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, and Den Sizzle, the soon-to-be
2: birthday boy. Denzel, please say what's up to the folks. How you living? Hey, how's everyone doing? It's Denzel over here. I'm living, you know, chilling like a villain <laughs>
1: it's your fucking Evil. birthday Evil. i love it
2: uh speaking of villains before we before we talk about our episode
0: discussion today i kind of want to talk about a little bit of crime and order uh just to warm us up so i want to talk about Brittany griner how are we going free here bro like she she got locked up in russia like what happened to Brittany griner how do we know her uh, she went to baylor right
1: <laughs> bro yes bro stop playing <laughs> come oh, on gosh. man
0: yeah, no, in all seriousness, yeah, it, it really sucks. She's an uh, iconic basketball player. WNBA, I think. I don't know if she was in WNBA, but she, she plays internationally. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, she played internationally in Russia. And when she was uh, on her way to Russia, when she was uh, walking in or flying in, she had some hashish oil and some vapes. Mm-hmm. So they call that drug smuggling. And the Russian government has had her detained and then now in prison. But they had her since February, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. So, like... I read somewhere that Dennis Rodman is gonna try to get her free. Like it's kind of crazy right now, but the U.S. was talking about like prison prisoner exchange, like her plus another Russian. Yeah, I don't know, Dylan, if you heard about this.
2: No, no, I haven't.
0: Yeah, Denzel, would you would you hear about that?
2: What I heard about it is basically, Dylan, they're going. They were gonna give him a Russian fugitive in exchange for Brittany Griner. Long story short.
1: Okay, and how long has this been talked about? Like, when is this going to happen? Like, chop, chop. I think, like, I think last time I checked, it's been home. like...
2: It was like over a month, right? Since they yeah, talked about a, something like this? Damn!
0: It was a month ago they talked about it. They floated it, and Russia was like, I don't, we don't care. Like, Joe
1: Biden, not... Joe Biden ain't forceful for me, bro. Like, he's... That's very uh, much like... Yeah. like right, okay, let me stop. Let me stop. Ooh, yo, so let me I heard... I heard, <laughs> let me <not> it.
0: <laughs> I heard Queen Beyoncé uh, G-Dropped an album, guys. <laughs> wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. Before we get to Beyoncé, before we get to yeah. Beyoncé, yeah. we need to bring this girl home. Bring Brittany yeah. Griner home. Like, this yeah. is ridiculous. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> she needs to be here now. And the Don't. thing about it is, like, she was playing in Russia because, like, it's not just her. Like a lot of uh, a lot of international like women's basketball players play overseas, not just Russia, mm-hmm. other countries too, because they don't get paid a lot playing in the WNBA. Mm-hmm. So that that just sucks. Like if if they were getting paid what they should be getting paid, then we wouldn't be going through th- or she wouldn't be going through this. She,
0: did she? Was she there for the off season? Is that what that was?
1: Yeah, it was during the off season that mm-hmm. she was playing there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Women women sports is never the yeah, the compensation is that's such a great point. I don't know how. That gets fixed, but when it comes to her coming home, this is such like an international incident now. Like it really is kind of beyond her. Sadly, it's beyond just one individual. Like mm-hmm. there's, there's obviously a proxy war going on in Ukraine. So just her being extradited, like extracted, is not going to be extradited, whatever it's called. Yeah, she's not going to be extradited. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. So we have prayers, prayers for her man, and her family. That's just so mm, She sure. got a wife too, right? She's she yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah. She ain't right, bro. It's trash. Bless her, man. All right. So a little more uh, hopeful news, I guess. It depends if you like the album. Queen Bee, Beyonce, she dropped Renaissance. Um, there was a lot of feelings, a lot of uh, anime-inspired memes of uh, Alien Superstar, whatever that shit is, <laughs> the Sailor Moon. That shit was live. Um, I kind of want to get you guys' thought. We didn't really talk about this album. We didn't review it. We're not really a... Beyonce's not really in our wheelhouse. Denzel, did you like the album? Because I know it was more house. Than- of course I like the album. What do you mean? Okay, so so... Was it a house album? Like, what was it to you? Like,
2: what, how did it serve you? It wasn't completely house. It felt like a pop. It felt like a pop album. That's how the best way I put it. It was like pop with house. I think it was like more of like Beyonce's interpretation of house and dance music. Um, Like Alien Superstar, like, Break My, like for example, Break My Soul was like super house music. Like, that's definitely like straight up house music. But Alien Superstar is super cool because like in that song, she sampled like Maya Angelou. And that was like hype as hell. I was like, what the hell? Um, but I think the so I was just kinda Wait, like, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. She didn't sample my <laughs> oh, Are you sure? Yeah. Are are you are you talking about a tweet that yeah. you saw? Yeah, you got tricked. Did I get... <laughs> <laughs> that was fan in. made, bro. That was fan made. I'm Damn. sorry. Bro. Damn. That was supposed to be uh that was supposed to be like a a, a spoof. That was supposed Damn. to be a spoof. If you watch like the video hey. the whole way through, it's like
2: viewers, yeah. I'm tripping. <laughs> It's all good, it. bro. Damn. I've okay. I apologize to the uh, one audience.
1: thing I want to say, yes. I got Denzel. Fact, check.
2: fact check. Make sure you fact check, people. Fuck.
1: House, <laughs> dance, uh, techno as well, Afrobeats, and then, of course, like, traditional R&B, pop. Like, just so many different types of sounds, like, reminiscent of Lemonade, of course, but I feel like she definitely delved into more different types of sounds on Renaissance. Mm-hmm. And, Maroon, like you said, like, all three of us aren't like huge Beyonce fans, but of course we recognize her greatness and her artistry. I mean, this is this is coming from a Kendrick Lamar stand, and he's released uh-huh. he released his album this year. Renaissance is probably my favorite album this year. <laughs> it's probably my favorite album this year, bro. What's so fu- what, what's so, what's so funny about that?
0: Over, what's Kendrick, so fu- you what's like?
1: So, yeah, no, like,
0: like so, Renaissance
1: like- is cold. It's a hard ass album.
0: So, like, you can like start to finish.
1: I I've listened to nothing but Renaissance ever since it came. Uh, th- that's okay. I, I'll, I'll, I'll play I'll play some music, then I'll go back to Renaissance. Th- that, that's how it's been ever since the album came out.
2: Maroon is shocked. Bro, we've been waiting hard.
1: It's cold. We waited for
0: Kendrick's album for five years, and this man was happy with the surprise Beyonce drop. What a crazy twist of fate! This is insane, bro. Beyonce shocked.
1: has great. Lemonade <laughs> is one of my favorite albums of all time. Like, sure. it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not. It's not. She ain't. We ain't new to this. Like, she drops heat. Mm-hmm. She drops heat. Mm-hmm. Dylan, what
0: did you think of the, the lyrical content? Because I feel like some of the songs, I, it just wasn't hidden for me personally, but I feel like maybe I just was not the audience.
1: Some songs, know. like, I'll say, like, Cozy, like, Alien Superstar, like, Virgo's Groove. I'll say, like, a handful of songs. Lyrical content was top tier, was great. Of course, like, there's nothing, like, really, like, meaningful lyrically compared to Lemonade, where she's more personal in that Mm -hmm. album and there's more of a theme i feel like this one she kind of she just wanted to just have fun with her artistry and just wanted to uh you know how do you say uh yeah just pretty much have fun and just like enjoy like the different sounds and uh play around with it with her vocals so uh yeah yeah but i I still think it's a great album uh great listen i feel like uh every with every passing week i have a i have a new favorite song Huh. Right now my favorite song is America Has a Problem. They yeah, I saw that I, to, I see your socials, do. bro. You, was, yeah. <laughs> you
0: I see what you like
1: it. They definitely
0: do. For sure. <laughs> for, for sure. Uh it, it's a good album. Definitely no skips. But um speaking of don't skip, you should definitely not skip Issa Rae's news show. Rap shit. Has a who was watching that?
1: Of course, bro. What do you think? Too. Issa yeah, Rae is bro. on top of her shit.
0: Denzel, the main character is an Eritrean American woman. You see her stuff everywhere. Flags are always around. She's so funny. It's basically like, what if No Name was like, uh, are they in Atlanta? I forgot where she's at. Or Florida? They're in or they're in Miami, Miami, Miami. Yeah. What What if a uh, What if uh, a No Name, the rapper, mm-hmm. was in Miami and she didn't want to rap no more, but then when of her top not even it, friends, when but did like the one show drop? Like, Ratchet Friends, bro,
1: it dropped last month,
0: two months, pretty month? recently. Yeah,
1: it's, it's been like over a month.
2: Very good show. Hell, yeah.
0: Highly recommend. Very funny. Very
2: um relatable. It's on HBO. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: HBO Max, yeah, and mm-hmm. it it's it's reminiscent of insecure. I mean, of course, it's Issa Rae's show, so it's reminiscent, yep. of insecure. But it definitely has like a different vibe on there too. Like, okay, it, it kind of, I, I had to get used to like them. Like, it's kind of like a recording like screen that they show for like a lot of the, IG. yeah, like a lot of the uh scenes. So I kind of mm-hmm. had to get used to that. But it, it's really cool. It, it's pretty much like. If city girls were trying to come up, that, that's that's pretty much. It.
0: Yeah, but one of the city girls is no name, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny.
2: Very real. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot Hilarious. of rapping too. Like it's it's, music, it's more
0: music focused than like the drama of Hell relationships yeah. from Insecure. Anyway, so yeah, highly recommend. But,
1: and and um, one thing I do yeah. want to say about uh, Issa Rae, she also has another show called uh, Sweet Life, uh, L.A. That's also popping and has a lot of drama, but it also shows like uplifting, like black creators and oh. uh, entrepreneurs as well. Issa Rayman, man, I'm telling you, she she trying to make her own streaming service for real <laughs> this was, at this point. She's trying to make her own streaming service, but yeah, that's all I wanted to say. I'm giving you, yeah, no, Ray her appreciate flowers. that
2: because
0: yeah, Ray the, block. the way that yeah, the way that HBO Max is going, she's gonna have to have her own for sure streaming mm-hmm. service. Yeah. So that thing is going down. All right, so I think uh, now it's time for us to transition and go ahead and. Check the, Check the rhyme. Oh, okay. We're gonna double double feature. I love it. <laughs> all right, man. So for that for this cordial. week, for this week, I was really feeling that the rhythms, the Afro beats, the rhymes, and uh, I just seen like throughout every playlist I look at, that shit's just popping off all the time. And I didn't really notice any type of like I didn't even know that was really like a genre that was big in the US until because I thought it was just ASA. I just thought it was A.S.A. stuff that I would see. I I'm so what? I all to see it. I didn't Bro, it you're for...
1: African.
0: Bro, it's West African You don't, music you don't listen to
2: it with your family or something?
0: It's West African music. That's what I'm saying. Like,
1: Every African listens to Afrobeats, man.
0: You've been to a up wedding, up. right? Yeah, East African weddings. <laughs> like, they don't have Afrobeats like this. So, I'm saying in the past few years, it's really been popping. So, I kind of wanted to go today to talk about this genre. I want to get everyone's, like, feelings, like, what's their origins with it. And then I want to kind of see if we can trace... Who who who's at fault for the for like the past like five-10 years? Why has it been mm-hmm. popping off the way it has? Because this is the number one genre. Like it's this is like hip-hop big. Like everyone is talking. Like everybody from every creed loves this shit. So I kind of want to talk about Afrobeats and then Afrobeat without the S and then Afrobeats. So Afrobeat is felakuti right? So this is the, the Nigerian mix of African beats, Nigerian Ghanaian with American jazz, soul, and funk. And this is very political music, Afrobeat. This came up in the 60s. And then don't have to be mixed up with Afrobeats which is the contemporary West African pop music, which is what we all have been popularized to, lie, to love and to listen to. And I thought, so I was looking up, uh, Rolling Stone had like a really nice article a few years ago about like how this music grew. And basically this collective of uh, artists from Nigeria called the Hottest Coalition of Nigerian DJs in 2006, <laughs> their whole sole purpose was to like uh, big up their music only for their people at home and people in the diaspora, which is like Africans not on the continent, mm-hmm. and like pretty much put a spotlight on their artists that they love the most. And it was really interesting, uh, looking at this. Uh, what do you call it? So yeah, so they promoted uh, the the music itself was really uh, it's electro and dance mixed with African percussions. That's really important. So like that's why a lot of the Afro beats in my in my listenings sounded like a lot the same and mixed up. It sounded like da- dance hall as well, and it's a lot of hip hop mm-hmm. and RB. This is why it's so popular, right? Because it's just mixing in the best of black culture from the yeah. diaspora and from the continent, and it's just so addictive. um But yeah, that, so that's kind of the origins of it, and then. When I was thinking about how did it start rising in the U.S., like I guess, like you guys say, you know, it's in weddings for you guys and, like, the people around you would start playing it and then everyone, you know, it becomes popular. But um, I, I was tracing it. I was like, what, when did it become pop for people here in the West? And, like, WizKid being on One Dance for Drake definitely mm-hmm. popped up a lot. And then mm-hmm. recently with Thames. So, wh- did you, Dylan or Denzel, did you guys know who WizKid was before One Dance came out?
1: Duh! Okay. Like, come on! Yeah, now.
2: no, like, I, 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 I kid you not. No, I, I heard of him before, and I heard some of his music before. He, he was on Drake's feature. Wait, you um, young being
1: being an African and going to no <laughs> no no listen, it's like for no, me, no, it's tell like them. tell him it's just it's just like your culture, just growing up. You go like you said, Maroon Weddings, barbecues, like graduation everywhere. barbecues, it's like everywhere parties, like they they be playing whiz Kid for Ghanians, it was Sarkodie in like the early 2000 or the mid 2000s late 2000s uh, early 2010s uh, Daddy Lumba in the 1990s shout out to <laughs> hey bonus points for any Ghanaian that knows Daddy Lumba if you're listening So to Daddy this. Lumba, would
0: you consider Afrobeats?
1: Yeah, it's like it, it's a it's a version of Afrobeats cuz it's not like it's not like Afrobeats per se, but it's like it's kind of like subgenre subgenre is kind of like high life which high life was did originate in mm-hmm. ghana as well and uh taken and made better by Fela kuti which he turned that into Afrobeats, but um but yeah it's just well, like I'm kind of like K- sub-genre.
0: sorry sorry taken by felakuti Fela kuti was in the 60s all right
1: yeah uh, but, but mm-hmm. high life originated in like late 19th century early 20th century in ghana got you okay thank yeah. you all right. mm-hmm. but like it, but Afrobeats is like it's so it's a bunch of different types of sounds put together. Yeah. It's high life, it's jazz, it's drums, mm-hmm. it's so many different soca, dance halls, so many different types of sounds all put into one. Which, of course, was made popular. I, I'm pretty I, confident the same Felicucci is probably the father of Afrobeat or Afrobeat. So, uh, yeah, a lot yeah, of sources but, cite the same thing. Yeah, but like I said, it's just like growing up and like I you hear a lot of Whiz Kid growing up, like going to like all these african
2: functions These events, yeah. parties
1: yeah so so i definitely mm-hmm. knew of whiskey before <laughs> drake made uh afrobeats quote-unquote popular i wouldn't say i mean I, I don't know if you're about to get into it marone but i do have a take about that no go go for it bro okay i was okay so i was gonna say we're talking about drake and he's pretty mm. much the one that put afrobeats on the map in the in mm. north america or like internationally
2: mm. yeah, i would yeah. say
1: he i would say he helped pushed it further he helped push the genre further in terms of popularity for sure that can be argued but i think he he did help that but i also believe like around it just happened to be around that time where like us as like in our generation like we're starting to get like you know a little older like we're starting like pretty much like run like what is popular in the mainstream or whatever so i believe that more people started to get uh more in tune with Afrobeats, they started to love Afrobeats more, start to give it a chance more. Uh, mm-hmm. because of like uh early twenty tens started to get like more progressive in terms of uh what what type of music people listen to.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: And um uh, yeah and it wasn't just Drake, uh Rick Ross
2: started
1: yep. uh yeah, he started he was one of the uh, Rick Ross is probably maybe the first rapper or one of the first rappers he had Correct me if I'm wrong. It was I think it was Devito that he had collabed with I think first, and then Devito was actually one of the first artists to go on. Like I think he went to like BET, the BET Awards. I think he got an award, and he was like, mm-hmm. "Hey, like all these uh, African artists, like they want to collab with you, American artists." Like he, I remember he had that. Well, like, I remember that, that speech is like burning to my memory. I was like, okay, Davido. I see what you're doing. Cause like yeah. he started, he was like, yeah, like we want to work with y'all. Like all us African artists want to work with y'all. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. where it pretty much started to spearhead. And then that's when Drake started to bring on like WizKid and he started incorporating Afrobeat sounds in his own music on the playlist, More Life. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, but that, that's, that's all album. I wanted to say. That's interesting.
0: Denzel, your first exposure was just as a kid, right? You didn't really like. Did you? You didn't have no favorite favorite artist
2: or anything? It was just like whatever was playing around you. It was always whatever was playing around me. Actually, I do vividly remember a group called Magic System. That mm-hmm. was definitely that was definitely my one of my favorite groups growing up. Oh, but yeah, I would hear like when my play, parents play in the car. You know, functions of like weddings, uh, birthday parties, any African event. You you heard it like you cannot escape it. So this it becomes like African. part of you. It's like part of your DNA. Like honestly. Um, my, I have a little bit of a, a take on that as well about like the afro beats, like it's blowing up. I think also yeah. what plays into it is that not even that artists were featuring these artists, but also that artists were starting to take those beats and kind of make it into their own sound. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like Sway Lee, Justin Bieber, like a multitude of different artists, um, even like Pop Smoke, for example, who had like these beats that are like the dancey, like, Afrobeat yeah. beat type. Thing. And they would feature, some, and some of them would feature African art, artists on their songs. And so I think in that combination with like the current movement we're seeing with more of like house music and dance music, people are being more, and like like Dylan said, you know, our music tastes are changing and we're becoming more progressive with what sounds we like to listen to. Um, and I really think uh, different social media platforms played a huge factor, you know, Instagram and TikTok for sure are two okay. two two of the biggest platforms that have made Afrobeats so popular. Like I kid you not, going through reels on Instagram or TikTok, you you cannot escape like hearing the Afrobeat and someone dancing over it. Like mm-hmm. you just talking about CK. Yeah. I'm dead. <laughs> I wasn't trying to segue to that. But go ahead.
1: I'm I'm, I know you remember all them times that uh, they had all those like dance videos on, that mm-hmm. were popping on YouTube back uh, in our Baylor days. Dylan, that's what I'm talking about. That's yeah. what I'm saying. No, that's <laughs> yeah, what I'm so saying. Like, so my
0: sorry, real quick. My Afrobeats introductions was so my sister was married to a Nigerian dude for like ten years, right? And mm-hmm. I would barely hear his music like ever. Mm-hmm. And then Eritchin events is only Eritchen music, so we wouldn't hear that. But when for I went sure. to college in two thousand nine, I had a lot of Nigerian West African, you know, if you go to a university, there's Nigerians everywhere. So when we get when we get to there, their music was popping all the time. I didn't know who those artists were. I just thought it was like good music. Cause I was like, Oh, it doesn't sound like it's from the eighties, like mof music. That's kinda nice. <laughs> what? Well, oh, but I didn't man. have any, any artists in my head. But when we went to Baylor, then I was seeing like specific artists. Cause like Lola and like Sarah or somebody would go up there or Mimo not even Mimo, but other people would go up there and they would just like mm-hmm. play the music and I'm like, Oh, that's pretty tough. Like they would always play the YouTube videos, so you're right. For sure. Yeah. But I never had a name to any I didn't even know like it was a genre. I thought it was like oh, it was just African
1: music. Yeah, 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 I hear you. Yeah. But
0: yeah, but uh, real quick. So yeah, sorry if I interrupt you, bro. Um, are you sure? Are no, you good? Yeah. So yeah, TikTok. Uh, Denzel, you 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 peeped the scene. Um, the Nigerians are dominating. I was thinking about who the major players, and obviously Nigeria has the most uh, artists. I guess Ghana has like Amare or whoever that is. Uh, but
1: it's not just her. <laughs> you 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 really didn't do any research, man. All, all it takes <laughs> is a simple Google click. Is a simple Google search. <laughs> I'm looking Put at this on, list. Bro. There's Put way, there's way more. <laughs> it's way more Nigerian artists than just DeVito, Burna Boy, and Tems. Yeah. Yeah. I know we just yeah. talked about WizKid. I don't even look up T- Tiba Savage, Savage Mr. Easy. Yeah. Who else? Yes. Give him, give him, give him the shout Yemi, us, man. Yemi Holiday, Fireboy. Mm-hmm. Oh, there come on, man. Ghana? So from this, <laughs> okay, go ahead, go yeah, ahead, right. go ahead. No, I'm gonna say, go from off, from these pool,
0: from these pool of artists that you have Googled so quickly, who would you guys say are the major players? Like who are the ones that are like moving the culture? Because I, off the top of my head, I just think Burna Boy, because like that's the one that it, every time his album comes out, people are, like. Oh, he's listen he's to the that
1: biggest album. one. He's the biggest yeah, yeah, one right for now sure. for sure. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yeah, uh, and in.
0: Wizkid used to be the biggest, but I don't really hear his name anymore. Uh, I think uh, yeah, Wizkid.
1: Yeah, yeah, Tim. Yeah, really, I would say Tim's and. Burna oh, Boy in the mainstream for sure right now. Wizkid, I would say like early 2010s, mid uh, 2010s. I mean, even his last album uh, made in Lagos, I feel like was really good. I, I, it was kind of mixed in the, in the uh, what they call in the African like I guess like form or whatever. Like some people loved it, some people didn't really like it. Everyone, mm. loved, everyone loved Essence, which was uh. Thames' introduction, of course. Yeah, of course. Or, yeah. I mean, Thames did have great music before that song, but whatever. Um, DeVito. Yeah, we talked about DeVito, Olamide, which Olamide, mm-hmm. that's, that's yeah. kind of like a blast from the past. Uh, yeah, but so hey, many. A she was savage. I, I think I already said her. Uh, yeah, but so many Nigerian artists. But when, when it comes to Afrobeats, Nigeria just has it by the neck right now, like for real, yeah, as, far, yeah. as far as Afrobeats is concerned.
0: It's Nigeria, and then I guess second second would be Ghana because there's roots in there too. But like mm-hmm. I I rarely hear any other part of the subcontinent that talks about having like this genre of music. Like it just doesn't apply to any other country.
1: With yeah, that, it's, I mean. it's really just Ghana and Nigeria, and maybe that's because like Afrobeats did originate in those two countries. Like we're mm-hmm. talking about high life with Ghana, and then Afrobeats with Nigeria. I feel yeah. like because like they've always had that sound that originated in those countries is just like it's it's just always been there i know like kenya does have some uh big Afrobeats artists as well i don't they know do. i don't know any other artist by name other than ghana and nigeria so yeah, right. uh sarah just put me on to rima this past weekend uh she got that mad at Arab. me she got mad uh, she got mad at me that i didn't know that artist but uh rima go hard too. so uh yeah yeah so All right,
0: man. we'll put that in the chat so okay uh denzil i want to get you in here too yeah what's up um Nigerian's major players. What is Jadenna?
1: i what, what?
0: Is he Afrobeats?
2: <sighs> it's like Afrobeats with rap. I don't know how to explain it. It's like rap but Afrobeats but also pop. It, he's a very interesting character. Honestly, it's been a minute since I've heard of, heard of from Jadenna. He's he's um, off he's
1: off the face of the map, bro.
2: He's off he's off the grid. He's off no, the he had grid. It, he had it. Album it's a couple a pretty, years ago, not long. He, he, no, he did have an album, but I'm saying like you haven't heard from him for like a couple years. Um, mm-hmm. but one of his biggest songs was Classic Man, and then that remix with Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Bambi. Oh yeah, Bambi was also a good. One. White, white White Niggas was a good one. I liked White Niggas. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, Danzo, it's, what? A, what? it's a it's, it's a song. It's called White Niggas. Oh,
1: you never heard? Never heard <laughs> this?
2: No, I do want to say- Now you got homework. Listen to I'm it after dead. this.
1: Jadena is not Afrobeats. He, he, he does. He does incorporate. He does incorporate some Afrobeats in the songs. Yes, but I feel like he's more rap. I mean, classic man. His introduction that was like straight up rap. Yeah, and, yeah. Like it, for me, it's more rap R and B than Afrobeats, But he does incorporate some of that in his music. Why? But, um,
2: why do... Go no, ahead, go, no sorry. go ahead. I, I just. I, I don't like the way, I mean, the way Marone posed the question, what is Jadenda? Like, is he supposed to be a man? <laughs>
0: No, because, because, no, like, who's that Pokemon, bro? Like, I want to, like, I don't understand. Because like, he's
1: Nigerian. He's straight up Nigerian. Yeah. He is yeah. Nigerian. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, he, and he incorporates a lot of the, the, the not paraphernalia, but, like, the, the vibes of, you know, he goes, because, like, the whole first album is about him going home because his dad passed away. He's, like, the uh, new chief. Long live sure. the chief. Like, that's the shit. For sure. so, yeah, for sure. For anyway. sure. But I, I still feel aesthetic-
1: like it's it's, uh, yeah. like, a big, like, American influence with him.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, no, I agree but with that. I want I wanna
1: go back to uh to the Ghanaian uh artist because you you, you throw in a lot of disrespect. It's Please just do. not Amore, bro. Even though I love Sad Girls Is it Sad Girls Love Money? Remix, yeah, yeah. Fire. Yeah. Fire, yeah, the remix, origin it's all fire. Uh yes. Leave Me Alone. Yeah, Amore is great. Shatta You ain't never heard of Shatta Wale? Wale. Who else am I forgetting? There's um Black Sheriff. He's he's an up and coming like Okay, rapper in the realm gotcha. of like Sarkodie, where it's like, it's like straight up rap, but it's like Afrobeast like type rap. But mm-hmm. um, who else? Uh, I'm trying to think of other people. There's uh Kitty. I, I have like a whole list over here. There's Kitty Stoneboy, Stoneboy. No, no. Stone uh, who Stone else? Boy. Kim mm-hmm. Promise is also another big one. Mm-hmm. And like Kim other than promise. that, like those are really the only ones I listen to. There- there's a list, but like these other ones, I don't really listen to. Wendy Shea is mm-hmm. one that I've heard of, but yeah, I mean Ghana has their own like big group of Afrobeats artists as well. It's not just Amber so.
0: <laughs> That's all. I'm alright. I'm
1: right. not I'm it's is It's Amma in uh in tree, so I'm, right.
0: I'm, right. I'm, right. I'm right I'm I'm alright. Right. Okay. Yeah, no, right. I was I'm I'm low key because like there's just just no East African representation yeah. on here, which is fair. <laughs> yeah. it's, but well, I wasn't you know, so I had to I had to take somebody down with me. There's probably so, someone there. I'm Central is close
1: enough. Maybe you could start listening to some Central <laughs> African artists.
0: You Hear me? I so I was going through like Spotify playlist, and I was like, "All right, just let me like who are the 2022 artists? Like, let me try to like familiar familiarize my myself with the with the vibes with the with the with the field." Mm-hmm. And Chris Brown kept coming up. I didn't hear his last album. Is it Afrobeats influenced? Because that would explain the manager's no. current. No, okay. <laughs> why? Why
2: he's on so many tracks? Like, I don't, hold on. Like,
1: go, trying, go ahead, can we like... I I have my tape, but go ahead, Tunzo.
2: I mean, Chris Brown does do a lot of features with African artists. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, I think that's really the big reason why you're seeing them. Um were any of the songs on that Spotify playlist him on a feature or him f- being featuring someone? That's probably why. I mean, he's always been that he's always been the famous R and B. He's like, Okay, I'm gonna say this once. He is the <laughs> king of R and B. No, we we talked about this in the previous episode. We, we okay? did but, talk, we did But but, about but Frank Ocean's the real one. Anyways, yeah, um, yeah. thank like you. Like I'm saying. Chris Brown is an influential R&B artist. You got to admit that. You got to admit that. He's like one of the most influential oh, sure. R&B artists of all time. Male one, male on the male side. And so obviously there's going to be a lot of people from across the country that would love to work with him. And so that's why you're getting him. He does a lot. Of, he expands out of his genre. He doesn't just do R&B. He does Afrobeats and stuff like that.
1: And one thing too, he he's such a big artist. He doesn't have to do this. Right. He doesn't have to do this. And he, he collabs with a lot of Afrobeats artists. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just like the big ones like Wiz Kid and DeVito. Like he 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 collabs with a lot of Afro. So shout out to him for that for sure.
0: Interesting. Okay, yeah, that makes sense because I saw him on a lot of features. Because like songs would start I'm like, oh man, somebody's really copying Chris Brown and i look at the title <laughs> like, future Chris Brown. Makes sense. Uh, and he'd be
1: singing in the uh, the dialects. <laughs> he'd be singing in the dialects. He's
2: racist. I don't like it. Funny I don't yourself. like it. Appropriation. No, he's trying to be, He's feeling it, man. Appropriation.
0: All right, man. So now that you have Chris Brown singing up on all the songs and, and pro- appropriating voices, Dundere. do you guys feel like this this is a fad? Has 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 Afrobeat is a Afrobeats takeover? Is it here to stay? Is this like is it is or is it the Beatles? Like what are we talking about here? Like is it what's going on? For me,
1: Benzo, you, uh, doing, yeah. oh, no, no, okay, Denzel can go. He's thinking. Oh, I,
2: was, I, I was thinking uh, you're good, man. Okay,
1: I would say it's definitely not a fad. Mm. Afrobeats... like maybe in like the 2000s, it could have been a fad. It, it came and went, but uh, I, Afrobeats is definitely here to stay. Burner Boy is such a big artist. He's performing in stadiums and like, he's performing out. in big ass venues. Yeah, sold out, sold out festivals overseas in the UK, all over Europe in Africa it's definitely not a fat I would say if rap I, I feel like it's like not a tie but I feel like rap and Afrobeats are like kind of neck and neck in like popularity like genre popularity like in the world I feel like interesting okay like Afrobeats is so popular and like non-Afrobeats artists be incorporating Afrobeats in, like we talked about mm-hmm. Drake Beyonce incorporated Afrobeats in Renaissance. And we mm-hmm. just talked about this like there's a lot of gold link <laughs> like, yep. yeah yeah, some, yeah yeah. diaspora yeah like diaspora, it, yeah. It's, it's so many there's so many artists these days like uh denzel you were talking about sway lee so many right, artists right. these days that incorporate like the afrobeast like dance hall like type sounds in their music so i don't it's definitely here to stay
2: denzel what you think I, I gotta agree with Dylan. I think it's here to stay. um, I think that like I said, dance music and house music I think Afrobeats beats has, have really been a part of that whole culture that we're seeing that shift of people's musical interests because honestly, like with the rap, for example, like all you're hearing now is just you know just heavy rage rap and people are getting tired of it you know people are getting people are shifting off to different genres, trying new things, doing mixes, and I think people are looking for a new sound to kind of take a break from everything and I think a lot of it has to do with a little bit of that shift and like the shift from like the pandemic. I think the pandemic played a big role in it because Afrobeats usually just generate positivity. You just want to dance, feel yourself, enjoy the vibes. And I think that COVID being such a, like a very like stressful and mentally exhausting time for a lot of people across the country. I think Afrobeats has been like one of those things that's come out of it to help kind of like raise create like a mental po- create a positive a positive environment
0: that's such a great sure. point i was just thinking that because when you look at what what makes up afro music it's usually like celebratory it's mm-hmm. very lighthearted. Just, like it's just about having good times and just like relaxing or expressing love mm-hmm. or expressing you know uh, happiness about it or whatever and like i just like going through playlists and like listening to all these different artists a lot of it blended together in like not a bad way for me it's mm-hmm. like oh this is just all like a good time like there's, there's very little stripe even when they try to get you know even when they get political like burnham or burner or somebody might get more political it's like still still sounds good like you don't you don't ever feel bad listening to it or like depressed for sure for sure um but yeah man i like that so you guys have already kind of said this but like what what, what so it's i guess is it is it natural to say like rap and Afrobeat is going to be easy an easy fusion like that's already what? Well. like do you see any other genres of music that might morph or towards Afrobeats, you see Afrobeats being really complementary to any type of, type of type of genre. Are we gonna see country music in Afrobeats?
1: I hope not <laughs> God no i hope god not. I hope not but um i mean there's already there's already sub genres of afrobeats like afro pop mm-hmm. afro rap, mm-hmm. so I feel like I feel like it's already been fused with a lot of genres and Really, the question we should be asking is like, will any genres fuse with Afrobeats? Mm,
2: like, will yeah, there yeah. be
1: will there be more like R and B artists like starting to incorporate more Afrobeats in there? Like, will they just become straight up Afrobeat? Like, like on some Rachel Dozil type Rachel Dozil? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, but that's that's how, that's how I feel. Like, it, it's already like a fusion, and it's not. I would say it's not just like with Afrobeats, Like, you have. A lot of like pop rap these days, and you have a lot of rap songs that have like an R and B type vibe, like traditional R and B type vibe. Um, so, I mean, there, there's there's so many fusions going on with many different types of genres already. But to to get back to the question, I would I would definitely say, um, yeah, Afrobeats is, is an easy like fusion with like a bunch of different types of genres. Not country, God forbid. Yeah, I was gonna stay, say say stay anything away. country. Stay away
2: now if someone was going to attempt it they probably have already and they'd probably fail miserably unfortunately mm-hmm. um yeah no i agree i agree like i also agree with dylan again i mean afrobeats has already been starting to mix you already see it like for example i'll be on tiktok and i'll see it mixed with like house music or i've seen it mixed with like r&b i mean that's like a natural flavor like a compliment like uh, uh sorry a natural complimentary genre to house to afrobeats um now it'll be interesting to see. Uh, what I want to know is it'll be interesting to see how Afrobeats will evolve in the next five years. Reason why I is, I say that is because you know how Afrobeats was kind of like a, a kind of like a fad in the two thousands, and now it's coming back. But it seems like but this is going to be more of like a permanent position spot in co- the culture, especially in America. You know, because it's because it's always been a consistent genre in Africa, but to see in, in America now is a is a more permanent position in most commonly listened to genres will be interesting to see how it changes in the next like five years for sure yeah
0: i'm really excited to see where it goes in the future because like i can totally see many artists kind of picking up on the percussions and like the lightheartedness and making it kind of their own like we're going to see a lot of weird hybrids and it's probably going to feel appropriation-ish for a while but um i'm excited to see where it goes for sure uh what did i say yeah okay so yeah we have the future i think you say next five years, I, yeah, it, it's going to be here to stay. And there's so many kids that are of the diaspora, kids that are like us that were born here, and they're going to pass it on to their children. Mm-hmm. I can see it being kind of a mainstay for sure. So, for sure. yeah, I'm, it's this is adolescent. I listen to this over classical music any day. So, oh, this is, this is great, man. <laughs> I'm so, bad. I think we're we're in a good place. Um, I, That's pretty much all I have for, for, for Afrobeats. we we kind of talked about Dylan, you think the future is it's going to be here for a while as well. You've kind of said that.
1: I think you yeah, for sure. And uh, I, you had mentioned something about like, Uh, you know, our generation, like, passing it on to, like, our kids, definitely, I mean, of course, like, with uh, my immigration, like, or emigration, like, so many, uh, like, we already have a lot of, uh, like, the African population in America, North America is large already, and is definitely going to keep growing, so that also tends to uh, show that Afrobeats is here to stay, because Mm -hmm. that's, that's our sound. So. That's our
2: sound.
0: I'm telling you, it's gonna be your buddy's sound eventually. All right, guys, this was fun. I'm so glad I could rile you up uh, for these Guinean and Nigerian artists, man. I appreciate okay. y'all. Uh, guys, please listen to every artist I was listed in this episode and more. Do your Google's. Um, look up every playlist. Ignore all the Chris Brown tracks. And yeah, so this is our episode on Afro beats. I don't know how many. I don't know how many more episodes we have. you all left. I don't know how many more episodes we have listed for left of the season, but. I don't like because Dylan, you have one more. We'll, we'll talk we'll, about it after
1: this episode. Talk about it. Yeah, I want to
0: do this online. But yeah, um, I appreciate y'all, man. This is fun. I can't wait to go to more Nigerian weddings and hear more of the beats and rhythms. Um, this is Marone, your host. This has been fun. Please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all that IG and everything. It'll be in the description. Um, Denzel, do you have any last words before we go?
2: Uh, all I got to say is definitely everyone should be listening to more Afrobeats. It creates a positive environment. It's good to dance too. Get all your old bones. Shake them off. Um, stop sitting in your seat. You got to move, move and groove. For real. Spoken like a true festival
0: goer. Duh, Dylan, <laughs> my guy. Hey. Hey.
2: Life. I'm, li- I'm living life.
1: Hey, I want to spend my life in enjoyment. Shout out to Bruno. Mm. That's all. Mm. And Afrobeats allows you to do that for sure. Like Maron, like you said, a lot of positivity in Afrobeats. So, if you're not on it already, I mean, Afrobeats has always been good. It's been as fuck.
0: Yeah, yeah. Obviously, this is a panel of, di- of biased people like, from varying degrees, but like, just this is facts. you can look outside. Yeah, yeah, outside. yeah. biased, but it's facts, too. Yeah, the, the only thing is like most some of us has been on it earlier than others. That's really it. So, yeah, just uh, take your time, explore, and no one will judge you if you listen to it outside. Like, if you're white, black, Puerto Rican, Haitian, like, nobody cares, man. Ooh, it's just for sure. So, yeah, this has been Tempo Tribe. We'll see y'all soon. Uh, peace. I'm
1: good. Uh, this is Dylan. Remember to <laughs>
2: always do what makes you happy. And this is Denzel. Everyone stay safe.
1: Peace, we don't, guys. Pum-pum
2: Saturday. Last, last.
1: <laughs> now, everybody, eat your brave fast. I fucked that shit up, man. So <laughs> it's so, so close. It's so close. It's
0: all good. We'll fix it in post. Sure, sure.